Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Okay, hello, welcome along. And in this episode slash video, uh, I'm gonna talk through the, um, probably one of the most important things that I do uh, in the business uh, on a regular basis, and that is the weekly review. Um, now there is a video, those of you that are watching the video, you'll know that because you, you can see me right now. Now, so there is a vid- video to accompany this, um, but we're also gonna be releasing this as a podcast as well. So if you're listening to the audio, that's all good. Um, don't worry too much because I'm going to make sure it's really, really clear for you and really, really simple. Uh, if you're watching the video, great. You can already see um, what we're going to be going through uh, and, and how I go through this uh, on a consistent basis. And um, the weekly review for me is its exactly that. It is the opportunity to evaluate, take a little bit of time out and just reflect on what has gone particularly well this week, what's not gone particularly well this week, um, are we aligned with our longer term goals and longer term vision and, and, and such? And um, what are the plans for next week? It's very, very simple. It really is that simple. And so I'm gonna talk you through the, the, the different steps that I use. You may have something similar. You might have more of these steps. You might have fewer of these steps. You might have never done this before. Uh, if you haven't, I would encourage you to do it, absolutely. Because um, for me, I still find it one of the, the most um, useful most valuable kind of guiding lights to make sure that we're on track with our bigger goals for the the quarter and bigger goals for the year as well and so um let's that, well that's what i that, if, let's start there actually because um if you the the key thing is here that yes you can do a, a weekly evaluation a weekly review um on an ongoing basis but if you don't have clear guidance as to whether those actions are bringing you closer to your goals um, then it's, it, I would say it's totally useless. It's not totally useless, but you're evaluating, but you don't know what you're evaluating against. And so my suggestion would be first and foremost is to ensure that you actually have clearly outlined um, your goals and your targets for, I personally use for the quarter. Um, so uh, we always have our, uh, you won't see it on the screen here, and for those of you listening, obviously you, you won't be able to see either, but I always have at the top of the screen uh, our goals for the quarter, which I'm going to, I'm going to keep those. Um, I'm not going to reveal those at this stage, just because that's that's for the company. Um, but we have our goals for the quarter. There's normally three to five of those, and then we track progress along the journey towards actually looking to achieve those. Um, the one thing I would say as well is that 
that this is not a something that I do. Well, it, this, it, I do this in my personal life, but it's very, very important to, uh, if you like, not blur the boundaries I would suggest between the business side and your personal life. So biggest wins, well, well, the first step is, and the first question, and the first uh, area to highlight is the biggest wins. And, and I, I, I identify five of the biggest wins from the week. So just to confirm, those big wins are directly linked to and related to the goals that we've set for the quarter in the company. Okay, if I've been to the gym this week, or if I've eaten really healthily, or if I've seen family members, that's great. All of those things are good for personal, but they're not business big wins. And so I would just be very, very um, conscious of emphasizing that when we talk about the wins and losses and challenges and such, that it's all specifically linked to the business and specifically linked to your either monthly targets, if you operate monthly, or quarterly targets, if you're operating quarterly. I wouldn't go any longer term than that. I think if you're going annual targets, then uh, it's not detailed enough. So the first step is the, the biggest wins. The five biggest wins aligned with your um, longer term goal. So for example, real simple example, if you are looking to get 10 new clients this month uh, or this quarter, let's go by quarter. If you're looking to get 10 new clients this quarter uh, and if you if you got a new client this week, that will be a, one of those wins. Um, if you were maybe um, able to, to speak at an event and you had three or four follow-ups booked, that might be a win um, uh, linked to that particular target. So five biggest wins is the place to start. What were the wins? What were the successes that went particularly well? Um, the second thing then is to balance that out is we have the five biggest losses. Uh, if you're excelling in one area, then chances are things are being overlooked in a different area. That's just life. Um, and so in the areas that you are excelling, fantastic, great. But what were the losses? And again, the losses link to the specific goals that you have for the quarter. So five biggest wins, five biggest losses. These things won't take you very, very long to fill in. What I personally do is I have my calendar open on the screen at the same time. Um, so I, I click back the week, I have a Google calendar that I track this on. Um, everything goes on, on the Google calendar and I, um, I, I have that calendar open on a separate screen and then I can more easily recap what has been covered or what's worked in that particular week. I also have a written journal, uh, which I'm picking up and holding to the camera for those of you that, that are watching the video. Um, I also have a, a written journal and I do a start of day and end of day um, notes and planning for the day as well. So that's also useful to go back and look through to identify the biggest wins and the biggest losses. The third thing that I ask myself then is what did I learn this week? Now this doesn't have to be related to the goals. It could be, and chances are, if you are working on your goals, if you are working on your targets for the month or the quarter, then the learning will most likely have come around those particular areas. But it doesn't have to, absolutely doesn't have to. If, uh, again, an, an, another example, your goals might be based on let's say the number of clients okay, that you're looking to, to, to achieve or the growth that you're looking for in your business. Um, but you might have learned um, maybe a more effective way to communicate with your team. Maybe you would, you would um, listen to a podcast or um, uh, watch a YouTube video, for example, and it talked about ways that you could more effectively communicate with your team. And actually that might be something that you want to implement in the week ahead, for example. So. Um, it doesn't always have to be aligned with the, the, the end of 
month or end of quarter goals. It probably would be, but there's always opportunity for learning in every area, as we know. And so it may be um, related to one of those different areas, if applicable. The fourth question that I ask, um, it, and I should say, by the way, that this probably back to front, if I, if I actually sit in a, folk, in a quiet space and do this, 25 minutes max. Um, 25 minutes to evaluate the week and identify the, the key targets and goals for next week. 25 minutes is not long to, to get your head straight and um, be clear on what you're looking to achieve. If, if anything, I think it's, it's a very, very short amount of time. Um, very, very doable. You could do it in one Pomodoro, um, if you like. And, and then you set up and that's going to save you so much time because you're clear on what needs to happen in the week ahead. Um, so the fourth question is, what was the biggest challenge you had this week? What was the biggest challenge that you had this week? Now that might be a challenge that you overcame, might be a challenge that you didn't overcome. It might be a challenge that was foreseen, it might be a challenge that wasn't uh, foreseen. You had no idea it was going to come up. But what was the biggest challenge this week? And that ties into the fifth question, which is, if you were coaching or mentoring someone to overcome this challenge, what would you say? So I'll just repeat that again. So the, the, the fifth question was, what was the biggest challenge you had this week? Again, ideally linked to the, the longer term goals, but it may not be. And then the sixth question, which follows on from that is, if you were coaching or mentoring someone to overcome this challenge, what would you say? The reason that I like this question so much is that you are, in a way, making that, you're giving that challenge to an external party other than yourself. You're saying, okay, well, let's have my imaginary friend Jane, for example, uh, and let's say that Jane had the problem that I have experienced this week. If I was mentoring or coaching that person, what would I say? How would I guide them? And just by taking a step out of the situation, uh, rather it being my challenge and I've got this emotion tied to it and I feel really frustrated about it, it really annoyed me or it really upset me or um, all these types of things, um, if we pass it on to a third party, not literally giving the responsibility to somebody else but if you just say well let me pretend that this is actually somebody that i'm mentoring or coaching how would i guide them to understand that um, and it might be you, you might then give a list of ways that they could overcome it or they could deal with it or you might ask different questions it might be uh, it might be uh, something that in, uh, allows you to and gets you thinking about different questions to then get at a better solution for the problem so I think that's really, really key. What was the biggest challenge you had this week is question number five. And then if you were coaching or mentoring someone to overcome this challenge, what would you say? And then the, the there's, let's have a quick look. Two more. Um, so the next one is what are the highest priority actions for next week? Real simple. What are the highest priority actions for next week? Again, aligned to your monthly or quarterly uh, medium term goals. And my personal suggestion is three to five in this area. If you're going beyond five, that's maybe quite punchy uh, and you might, be, you might be falling short there. Um, if you continually set three, and, and this again, but this, this, everybody's, everybody's different, right? You've got to find what works for you. If you continually set three highest priority actions and you achieve three every week, then maybe next week set four and, and challenge yourself. And then if you still only hit three, then that doesn't mean go back to three. Stick with four for a few weeks. And if you continually don't hit it, then maybe go back to three. But if you go to four and then you keep hitting four, then maybe try five. That doesn't mean that you have to work any harder, just to be clear. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to work any harder. It's just maybe the three that you're setting are, are, are done by Wednesday. And suddenly, maybe 
you know, if you reflected on the week honestly, maybe you realize actually I, I kind of lose focus by kind of Thursday, Thursday afternoon, Friday. Um, and so maybe maybe if I if I had an extra uh, target in there, extra goal in there that's that's aligned with where I want to get to, maybe that will keep me on track a little bit longer. And so you've got to test that out. For me, between three and five um, are pretty standard. I have to say, um, and this is a bad habit of mine, but if I if I only have three, I tend to fill it to get to five, which isn't always a good thing to do because then you're setting goals that maybe aren't that specific, not even specific actually, but more that they're they're either things that you know you maybe not going to do, uh, but you put them down anyway, um, or um, they are things that aren't really, really closely aligned with where you want to get to uh, and your medium to longer term goals. So just do be conscious of that, not putting down goals for the sake of putting down goals, but are they actually gonna, um, are they actually high priority actions uh, that you can do and are they gonna bring you close to where you want to get to longer term? And then the final thing that I, uh, I ask is, oh, it's not even a question actually, it's, it's a statement to myself, which is uh, I say, add these to my calendar for next week. Um, now, what does that mean? Well, I then have a checklist. So there's, there's, there's four things that I have uh, on my checklist currently. I've tried more, I've tried fewer. This at the moment tends to work best for me. Um, but it's, it's simply just a checklist to say, Jake, make sure that you add these things to your calendar for the week ahead. So the first one of those is, is a weekly shop. Um, and that is food and, and various other things. You might think, come on, Jake, you just feed yourself here. Why is that so important? Um, I find that if I plan food, meals and such in advance, I eat a lot healthier. Uh, I eat, probably have better timings of my food. Um, I've got a bit better structure and planning around my day rather than it getting to eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night and thinking, right, what am I gonna have uh, this evening? So that's why I have that on there. And I found that when I don't do that, it's, um, again, I lose time because then I'm thinking about what am I gonna eat or I'm planning different meals and such. So for me, weekly shop is, is good on there, good to have on there. And again, just to be clear, uh, you know, I'm only feeding me um, uh, and uh, you know, occasionally me and my partner. So if you've got family uh, and such, then you, know, you, you may have that as a staple on your checklist anyway. Second thing that's on the checklist are adding the three top priorities. Now, or, and that could be your three top priorities, it could be your four, it could be your five, your highest priority actions, adding those to your calendar. Now, what does that mean? It doesn't mean that you just add them on and say, these are what I'm going to do. By adding the three priorities in, you're, you actually schedule time that you're going to work on them. So if, for example, one of your priorities for this week ahead is to record 10 reels um, for, that you're gonna share this month, so to record 10 reels, then you actually need to physically add that time to your calendar. You know, If you're gonna do it on Monday afternoon or Tuesday morning, setting aside the time that you know it will take. If it's gonna take an hour, set aside an hour. If it's gonna take three hours, set aside three hours. But you've gotta be honest with yourself about this and say, well, actually, if this is a high priority action, I've identified it as one of the key essential things that needs to get happen, needs to get done this week. Therefore, I need to put time in my calendar to make sure it gets done. If it doesn't get time in the calendar, it doesn't get done. It's as simple as that. So add time in your calendar to get those three things done. Uh, the third thing that I have on the checklist is learning or education time. So sometimes this might be an hour a week, uh, sometimes it might be uh, a, full, a full day or a couple of days if I'm going to a training or an event. Uh, it might be a little bit of time every day. Let's say if, I am, um, if I've bought a new training and I'm going through the training. So that may vary depending on where you are. 
But I think if you can identify what you're learning at the moment, that could, I should say as well, that could also be podcast episodes or read, um, you know, reading that you do, it could be audible. Any time you are learning or educating yourself um, is, is, is critical. Now you determine how much time needs to go into that, but I would suggest if you have time on your calendar every week where you are dedicated to learning, um, it will be, it'll be very, very uh, impactful for you. And then the final thing for me is uh, I have five times exercise. So I need to put onto my calendar five times each week that I exercise through the week or that I plan to exercise through the week. Um, for you, five might be too many. Five might not be enough. Uh, when I exercise, I, I, I do CrossFit. So that normally takes about, um, well, from the moment I leave my house to the moment I get back at my desk and start working, it normally takes about two hours out of my day. I'd like to pretend that it only takes an hour because the class is an hour. But the reality is I need to get there, I need to get back, I need to shower, I need to eat, etc., etc., etc. So I actually put two hours in my calendar. It doesn't look pretty because I think, hmm, there's two hours that I'm not working, but it's realistic and it's honest because it's it to, to think that I would set up a meeting five minutes after I've left the gym is just it's not realistic, it's not gonna happen. Um, exercise for you might be a morning walk you know it might be 30 minutes out in the fresh air going for a walk every morning and you could put that at the start of the day you could put it at the start of every day uh, especially if you live somewhere that's a little bit sunnier than manchester then you know, stick it in there and and you, you could you might go seven days a week and you exercise seven times uh, for example you might go five times you might go three times whatever works for you but far and away the, the best days that i find um are when well you know it's a different topic for another another podcast but Far and away the best days that I have the most productive days are when I'm up early, when I'm clear on what my goals are, I've done my meditation and other morning routines and I exercise throughout the day. If I do those four, five things right, if I get good quality sleep as well, if I'm doing those things, it's, it's pretty much always a good day. And so um, that's why I add those things in. So final thing, I'll just recap that for you. Um, four, four points that I uh, have as a checklist to add to my calendar. Number one is the weekly shop. Um, Number two is adding the top three priorities into the calendar and allocating a time for them to take place. The third thing is time for learning and education in my calendar. And then the fourth thing is time for exercise when I'm gonna work out during the week. And let me just recap everything for you one more time then. So as I'm evaluating each of the weeks uh, and as I, as I summarize each week, uh, I have this document open in front of me. Uh, if you don't have the video, then again, you can write these questions down as you go through. I'll recap them for you one more time. I have the document open, or you can do it on paper. I have my calendar open as well next to me. Um, at the top of the document, or at the top of your notes, wherever you decide to do this, I recommend that you have your medium to longer term goals uh, for the month or for the quarter, so you can reflect directly on those as you go about the next steps. So question number one uh, is the five biggest wins. Question number two is the five biggest losses. Question number three, or, or uh, area number three, if you like, is what did I learn this week? The fourth one is what was the biggest challenge you had uh, or I had this week? Number five is if you were coaching or mentoring someone to overcome this challenge, what would you say? That was, how many was that? One, two, three, four, five. The sixth one is what are the highest priority actions for next week? What are the highest priority actions for next week? And then the final thing that I um, recommend that I do is add these key things to my calendar for the week ahead. A weekly shop, three priorities, um, learning and education, and exercise as well. And forgive me, I've realized because I didn't scroll all the way down. There is another one, there's a fifth in there as well, which is social plans. Um, 
yes, I didn't scroll all the way down. So that's an added bonus for you there. Uh, as well as the weekly shop, the three top priorities, learning and education, five times exercise. I also add social plans into my calendar. Um, that might be for you, that might be dinner with your partner uh, or a meal with your partner or a day out or something like that. Again, for me, if I add plans into the week, it gets me, uh, it, first it gets me to organize them or to me, me to be part of a group of people that's organizing them. Uh, and then it means it's far more likely to happen and it's not gonna get taken away. Um, from work or other distractions. If we, that the quote from Dee Martini that, that always comes to mind is, uh, if you um, don't fill your day with high priority actions that inspire you, it will fill with low priority distractions that don't. Hopefully, that is, maybe even that's a good place to leave this today. Uh, I hope that that was useful for you. And if you are not yet evaluating your week on a weekly basis, then I recommend that you do. And I think that this is a really good place to start. Hope it was useful and uh, we will speak very, very soon. All the best. Take care. Bye-bye. Hi friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.